Hey, business building warrior. I hope you're having a great weekend. I know it's the weekend because this episode is dropped on a Saturday. This is our weekend update episode. Thanks for hanging out with me over some of your weekend. What we like to do on a Saturday, once a week or so, is we go find an older episode. Maybe it's an episode you missed. Maybe you're new to our listening community. Thank you for joining us, by the way. But you haven't heard some of the hundreds of great interview episodes that we've done over the years. Because if you weren't aware, this podcast is committed to about 75% of the shows being interviews with the successful students who have taken our flagship Amazon training course. It's called the Proven Amazon Course. You can read more about it at provenamazoncourse.com. There's a link at silentgym.com that'll take you right to it as well. We've also got a free Facebook group that was born out of that course, about 73,000 members approximately coming up on it as I'm recording this. These are all people who are using the internet creatively to launch and grow multiple streams of income with an emphasis on Amazon as the preferred starting point for those who don't have something else in mind that's really working well for them. We'd love to start you out with the Amazon replans model. And like I said, we've got hundreds of success story interviews with students who have used that model and built beautiful businesses. And that's what we have for you today. So we go back and we find some of the best clips from episodes from a few months or maybe even a year or so ago that you might have missed. So before we jump over to that, how about a quick announcement and then we'll jump into the content for the weekend. The Proven Conference is coming up July 6th through 8th. Hundreds of people are already registered. We're going to go to Columbus, Ohio, July 6th through 8th, 2023, and we really want you there. The website is theprovenconference.com. We're going to have over 40 breakout sessions. There's something for everyone from brand new seller who has no idea about anything up to the more advanced sellers who are looking to continue expanding and growing and making great connections. It's a tremendous event. This is the 11th time we've done it. People walk away saying, I will definitely be back, which is a good indicator that you've had a good conference when 98% of your attendees are saying, I am definitely coming back in the future. So we really have dialed this thing in over the years. You're going to have a tremendous experience and get this. Because we have such generous sponsors that you can see listed on the event page, they're helping us create a pool of funds for scholarships, meaning if you just can't quite justify the price of attending, we'd love to help you. We'd love to have you there at no admission fee. If that sounds interesting to you, you can go over to the main website, theprovenconference.com and just put slash scholarship on the end, theprovenconference.com slash scholarship. Fill out that short form, someone will get back to you. If you filled out that form and no one gets to you, hey, drop us an email because at this point we have responded to just about everyone letting them know uh, their status. But we do have scholarship slots left. We would love to see you there. All right, Warrior, it's the weekend, but it's a Saturday. So you're still in work mode. You're still ready to tackle some new ideas to grow your business. That's great. Hey, I believe in a six-day work week too. That's what God did when he created the universe. <laughs> he worked six, rested one. That's what warriors do. So let's jump in, get some great content, get some inspiration, learn some lessons, and we'll have another brand new fresh episode for you on Monday. God bless you. Let's get into it. That is one thing that we run into, Jim, excuse me, with coaching clients, they talk to us, you know, replants is it's it's tough in the beginning. I was I was kind of compared to 
childbirth. You guys can't really compare that <laughs> much, but in the Never done that one. you go through these months of, uh, you know, uncomfort and, and fear of what's going to happen. And then you go through this horrible, painful situation. And then all of a sudden you have this child in your arms and you don't remember any of it. And so people say to us on the podcast, I mean, on the in coaching, they'll say, you know, oh, but, it, it, you know, I, sh- I heard somebody say they just do this. I said, yeah, because they forgot about the part where we all had to go through childbirth first. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember it either. I said the same things on the podcast. And, and so I, where I was going with that is that they also say, well, I just want listings that nobody else can jump on that. You know, I just want to mm-hmm. learn how to do a private listing. Mm-hmm. And my answer to that is, like we have learned, your replants listings, your replants business can support your ability to experiment in that other place. It has its own challenges. It has its own things that you have to overcome. Mm-hmm. It's a completely different animal. So as you can add to your replants business, that's where you start being able to experiment, which we did a lot of last year. Mm-hmm. Experimenting, you know, we used a lot of our capital in experiments, but we learned so much and now we're ready to start off again. Yeah, fantastic. And I, I love that word image, the, the birth process. I mean, I, just studying, you know, different mentors and different business leaders that I've read, that's an analogy I've actually heard before of any business has that or anything worth doing and building has that. It is strangely enough, there's something to that whole nine month thing too, even, you know, right. from, and I'm not to dive off into those weeds, but it takes some time and mm-hmm. there'll be some uncertainty. And it's going to be a little scary. And then anything worth having, it takes a little bit of time to develop and shape. And most people don't, you know, they don't realize that when they sign up for a process. We like to be very realistic. Like, yeah, this is, it's going to take some time, not necessarily nine months. We've certainly seen those success stories happen much quicker. We've seen people, it takes far longer than that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love the analogy of, you know, once you finally get that check from Amazon and it's way more than what you've time and effort and energy you spent that month and it pays for all your inventory and you're in the profit now, you suddenly forget, you know, all those little painful yes. one-time adventures you had yeah. to, you know, those confusing points and the times when you were about to throw in the towel. It's all in the past now and now you're full speed ahead. And I love that you shared that. It's a great analogy. I love it too. She she uses that one a lot with me and we forget the the times, the many, many months that I spent before Robin was in the business sourcing for hours and hours and, and it, it was before BC before click right before and, click. and you know I would come out of the the office at night and just shake my head and I didn't find anything well shoot then it did once it does click you forget all about the struggle and everything that you went through because right you're holding the check you've got a successful business you've got something that you can work on instead of work in mm-hmm. so lots of lots of cool stuff there I, I should put you guys in charge of like the meme department. We've got the low, low, high concept. We talked about many times before click, which I, I, you guys said it as if it's something that everybody's heard. I, that's the first I've heard it, but I love it. Before it all clicked. Like, oh, it clicked. The world's different now. Like everything's changed. It all clicked. So BC and AC, right? Before click. Yes. We can almost identify those people in our community and they fall very cleanly into one of those two categories. It's... I looked for hours yesterday and I didn't find a single ace and I don't know that this stuff's real. I'm so frustrated seeing all these success stories. Well, they're a BC person, right? That's right. <laughs> and you got someone else well, that's like, mean, give me an hour. There's aces everywhere. What are you talking about? Like, okay, exactly. <laughs> we use that all the time. 
Before click, before it clicks, you can't find anything. Mm -hmm. After it clicks, you can't not find anything. Mm -hmm. And it really is that clean. And we've seen it over and over and over with clients, with ourselves. And I think, I think maybe it was our coach when we were back when we were having coaching that said that first. Mm -hmm. That's because you were taking you had coaching the same time as Oscar Matumbo, who Mm -hmm. had just took off and we're like. But we didn't do that. And she said, it just hasn't clicked for you yet. Right. Yeah. She was absolutely then, right. You know, we, we all have our, I'll say our demons to overcome. We're all at a different point in the process when we start this business. Mm-hmm. You get someone like Oscar who shot out of a cannon. And quite frequently, a lot of your podcast uh, guests and, and uh, who yeah. are former um, or current coaching clients... They, they're, oh, they're, yeah. they're clicking in like week one or week two. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. But that's not the norm, right? right. A no, lot of people... Not by any means. You know, three months, six months, nine months, like you're talking about, up to a year sometimes. We've got a coaching client right now who's been hanging around for years mm-hmm. and finally committed to coaching. And now she's doing it, mm-hmm. right? And so it's like everyone has their own journey in, in mm-hmm. that space and that time. So That's um, right. Yeah. You know, it's reflective of the time I think that we live in as entrepreneurs who are trying to use the internet creatively, which is perhaps everyone listening to this has that in common. You know, there may be not be a whole lot of other things we can say we all have in common, mm-hmm. but we have that, we certainly have that in common. We're trying to use the internet creatively to to gain income, maybe launch multiple income streams. One of the biggest, you know, to use your word, Brian, demons that we're fighting against is distraction. Mm-hmm. There's just so many other things let alone real life, family yeah. and obligations and commitments and schedules, but just online, you get on the internet instantly. You got a thousand things trying to pull you away from whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. Within our own community, within yes. my valid team, there's, there are distractions of uh, so many things that you could look at. That's I right. Gonna, so to be able to focus in and like, okay, I'm going to commit to just this for as long as it takes. That's a valuable, and I think, underappreciated skill set that every one of our successful students have. You know, like mm-hmm. you mentioned Oscar Matumbo. Great example. Spoke at our event. He was doing 30000 a month within a couple months and he's rocketed up since then. He was just he and his wife using Keepa and the proven Amazon course and they had a seven-figure business. He quit his job. She quit her job. All in, right? Mm-hmm. But something that needs to be pointed out about people who do that is he was laser-focused. Mm-hmm. Got up in the morning, hit it. Yep. Till he went to bed that night. You know, he loved on his family, ate meals with them, et cetera. But he was living, breathing, eating, sleeping this business model with every spare moment he had. And he even said at our event, like, you know, the difference between me and you is I'm out hustling you. Mm-hmm. That's it. I, you know, you do an hour's work, I'll do nine hours of work in that same day. That's mm-hmm. the difference because the model works. I went all in. I believed everything I was taught and I applied it. And if I had a question, I asked it and I went all in. So that's the difference. Some of us can't do that. There's single moms with three kids and two jobs. The best they can do is an hour or two every three or four days. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. You can still do it. Absolutely. That's the beauty. It's going to take you nine months to get there. Yeah. Right? But you'll have the beautiful baby at the end. But, but you do or you can be like Oscar and do it in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, right. And you can do that too. Yep. But yeah, you're, abso- you're absolutely right. It could take you nine months to get there. It could take you two years to get there. Mm-hmm. But where were you two years ago? Mm-hmm. If you started then, where would you be now? So, you know, just get there. But we use your analogy all the time. Bolt, don't bounce. Don't get distracted by all the other things that people are doing and the way you can grow it. Let's make sure we have this part that we're focusing on 
bolt it down, and then we'll go to the next step. The one piece you can never give up, and you you guys just hit on it. One of the, you know there was there's a couple different pieces. There's actually three that I identified, and I I still kind of hold by this. But creativity is one of them. And you just mentioned you guys finally have the freedom to step back and be creative to do some tests. Like there's no one else that cares as much about your business as you do. You've got to be that kind of creative visionary looking out on the horizon. Okay, we've got our replans. We've got our private label. We've got these other things going on. What can we add to it? What else can we automate? How can we step away from our business, become less valuable in our business so that our business becomes more valuable? So you're always asking yourself those questions. But the three were creativity, leadership, and relationships. Those were the three that I kind of have latched onto over the years is no one else can be in charge of me building new relationships the mastermind groups you're in, the, the coaching relationships. And I guarantee you guys, you know, you've got, had enough coaching students. This may have already happened. One of those students is going to surpass the teacher and bring you into an opportunity that you otherwise never would have had exposure to. Right? So you're fostering those relationships with intentionality. You're staying creative. And you're working on your own leadership skills. You're stepping into You're doing some podcast episodes. You're using your voice. You're on stage. Those are the three things that you can't hand to somebody else. Until you like sell your business, those right. belong to you. Creativity, leadership, relationships. And you guys are stepping into three. And I, I don't know that I've ever said those things to you before. It's been a long time since I used them. But as I heard you talking about creativity, I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. I used to teach That's on great. this. Yeah. It's awesome. The, just the, um, the ability... And I totally lost what I was going to say. So you <laughs> Well, just the time freedom that you guys have. The, the thing about creativity, leadership, and relationships is it takes time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a point you were making, Brian, is you've carved out a yes. big chunk of time. And there's still a few things you could probably outsource. But yes. you've, you've whittled it down to a few hours a week running a business that 99% of the people out there would be completely blown away by the numbers of what you guys are seeing. And it's a few hours a week and you guys have complete flexibility. Well, and that's, uh, I think I recouped my thought here, which is just uh, in the beginning stages of this business, and this is what we uh, try so hard to get across to our coaching clients is you, what we call the intense focus effort, right? This period of intense focus effort. And for us, uh, it was like getting to that five figure mark in sales per month. Mm-hmm. And when you, we get our coaching clients to that, the game changes. Now, yeah. now you you move from working in your business to working on your business. And this is what everyone is striving for. And that's where we feel like we are today. We're working on our business, not in our business. Um, doesn't mean we don't bring home products and I, we still get excited about, you know, how is this going to look to the customer and, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, but... And we'll absolutely chip in to tape boxes if it's needed. But, oh, yeah. but we generally don't. Yeah, I can't... I don't have a tape gun here anymore. Um, we still live in an apartment. We're not going to be prepping and packing in boxes here in our place. It's just not. Yeah. And we just. Anytime design. I'm over at our warehouse and I yeah. happen to pick up a tape gun, someone inevitably grabs their cell phone and takes a picture <laughs> of it. <laughs> right. Look, Jim has a tape gun because yeah. for a long time, my, you know, it's, but it's this even all the way again back to the eBay days from like 15 years ago, you know, mm-hmm. we were saying the same thing. It's like, I want to build a business where I can automate these processes. I'm not the guy doing the $12, $15 an hour work. Someone else is. So I, I started saying, you know, put down the tape gun. Yeah. yeah. Put it down. Someone else could... That's a $12 an hour, $10 an hour work. And mm-hmm. the sweet old lady across the street would love to interact with your family and have some meaningful work she can do. The single mom, you know, in the evenings after the kids are asleep, help her meet ends meet. And 
provide an opportunity to them and and work on those important parts that only you can work on your business. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, the tape gun is a big joke around here. I, if, actually, even at the event, someone came up to me with a tape gun, like, here, hold this for a second. Like, what? Yeah, yeah, picture yeah. Of me. You're like, ha, ah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. I often get the tape gun uh, taken out of my hand because I'm not as good at it. I, I can do it if I have to, but the people that we've got doing that do it all the time and they're yes. good. They're, they're just... They specialize. (laughs) That's another lesson. You know, I I never know where things are going to drift when I talk to other leaders in our community. But one of the things you learn very early on, and I've seen this play out so many times now, I can see it with great confidence, is once you've hired the right person, they will so quickly surpass you in your ability to do whatever task it is that you hired them for. Because as leaders, like especially type A control freak type leaders, we think no one will ever be as good at this as I am. No one will ever care as much as I do. Mm-hmm. It's going to take me so much time to teach someone to be as good at this as I am. And so we don't. And we just keep doing it ourselves, plowing through, dragging so much weight that we don't need to drag. Hand it to somebody else and consistently you'll be blown away. Yeah. Be it a tape gun or shopping. Or, you know, I even heard you just say, Robin, you, know, you do some of, the, some of the shopping still. You're the one whipping out the credit card, making sure everybody gets paid. Like, mm-hmm. Someone could be doing that better than you are within <laughs> six months, yeah. right? And yep. And now it's just another bill you pay and your business can grow even more because you're free to do the creativity, leadership, relationship things that only you can do. Well, what is the Kickstart? Talk us through, Robin. I mean, you're the one kind of running that program for our community now. Talk us through who that's for and what it is. Well, I I didn't put it together, but I have been privileged to be able to to be uh, managing it for the last few months. And I, I just love it. What... You can get it in in pack. It's part of pack and and become part of a group. We do a couple of them every month, and they go for four weeks. So during that time, we try to. Our biggest goal is to get from zero. I don't even have a an account with Amazon. Sometimes a seller account. Get that opened up. Buy something. Ship it to Amazon FBA warehouses and sell it. So that's what we try to accomplish during that week. It's not build a whole business. It's not figure out what your entity looks like. It's just that simple, that simple ability to go through the process one time. Because what I found is if people can get through that process one time, whether they make any money or not, you know, go buy a $10 item. Send it into Amazon. If you lose the 10 bucks, you do. But what you learn there is all the information about how to prep an item, how to ship an item into FBA, what happens to that item, how you get paid, what, what are the all the steps to there. And once you get through that process one time, it takes away all the fear and uncertainty of that process and gives you the ability, I think, to be able to then plan a business and start doing that, just multiply that over and over and over and start sending in lots of things. But you know what to expect then if you can get through that one one yeah, time. That, that first little win, that first little boost yeah. of momentum and, and validation, a proof of concept, right? Like, okay, this works. And, and maybe that $10 product sells for $14 and the fees and shipping, you end up losing a dollar or two. You're like, wow, okay, here's where I need to pay attention in the future. And I love that uh, example you went through. Yeah, it's for all new proven Amazon course students, or maybe you've been around a while and you never really put it to work. We hear from people all the time like, yeah, I started and I just never did anything with it. So I was on there with a call 
just prior to this podcast episode today with you and a, a group. There's about 50 people going through this session right now. And a good handful of them are on the live call with us. Mm-hmm. And like you said, just going through the basics, giving people that confidence and proving, yeah, this community's here. We're here for you. And it only costs a few dollars. I don't remember. What are we charging for that, Robin? I can't even remember. I'm going to say $37. That's what came to mind. $37, $39, something like that. For four live sessions with one of our top coaching leaders from our community, like it's a no-brainer for new students. Reach out to support at silentgym.com if it's something that resonates with you, if you're listening to this. And we may have a few different leaders at some point. But for now, Robin's holding down the fort, doing a couple groups at a time <laughs> per month. And and uh, you're doing a tremendous job. Great feedback from those who've been through it. And yeah, it's a, it's a program actually uh, Dahlia came up with, did the first one or two, and then we went looking for a leader. Uh, this concept she came up with, and then we we tapped you, and you've just taken the ball and run with it. So I I, I really enjoy it, and I am working on some added value. So there's you know things like this always are developing. So I've done it for a few months, so now I have some ideas that we're going to put into place, and maybe some guest coaches, and yeah, but it's just lots and lots of fun. So I welcome anybody who'd like to join us there. Yeah, you're going to be uh, quite the celebrity at uh, our next uh, live event too. I would imagine all these new students coming in like, oh, there she is. That's the lady who helped me get started. Yeah. I love those moments at the at the events just for me. You know, it's an indescribable thing to see someone who was once a student, confused, skeptical, now a leader, having people come up to them like they don't even know who I am. Like, yeah, you're the guy that does a podcast, right? Like, who cares? Robin is the lady that talked me through point A, B, and C and got me through my hurdle and got me shoved in the right direction. And Jim's just that guy that I listen to his podcast sometimes. You know, I love the the emerging leaders uh, that I get to see. This I feel like I have a front row seat to emerging leaders. And that's so rewarding. And you guys, you guys just embody that. If that makes sense. We feel like that with our coaching clients that come to us for coaching as well. So we understand that. But I I must say, we don't know anything that someone hasn't already shared with us. And we're just resharing. We don't have any And we can all say that. Yeah. Yeah. I love leadership quotes and little lessons you can get. And, And one of them that I latched onto a long time ago was that it's amazing what you can accomplish as a team when when everyone stops caring who gets credit. Mm-hmm. No, I think I was a Ronald Reagan quote, mm-hmm. but that so embodies what we do in this group. It's like no one really, you know, no one needs the spotlight. That's like one of the qualifiers for being a leader around here is if you need a lot of spotlight, this is the wrong group. Go start your home podcast and stand in the middle of the room and tell everybody how awesome you are. That's great. We don't do that here. It's we all learned because someone taught us and we all realize too that, and this is maybe an interesting segue for another segment, or maybe it's just a standalone statement. But you know, I've been doing this for twenty plus years. And I'm fully aware of the fact that if you wrote down everything I know, it's nothing compared to the stuff I have no clue about yet. I mean, you could write volumes of the stuff that none of us know yet. It's it's all being discovered still about this new frontier that we're in. Um, so that's the exciting journey. There's always more to learn, and you only know a tiny fraction of what there is to know. So if you're waiting to know it all, you're never going to get it. Wait a long time. Yeah, just don't be waiting forever. Give it up. Exactly. I was going to say, like, how many we pivot? It feels like we've pivoted every year in this business. (laughs) Not a complete pivot, not a 180 or anything like that. But you know, the target that you have on the horizon moves just slightly, and so that you need to move your, you know, your business and your strategy slightly as well. And uh, you can't get comfortable. It seems like when you just get comfortable, boom, the rules change, the game changes. 
something changes, supply chain issues or COVID, you can't sell soap, you know, there's, you know, so the child protection certificates, the GTIN, yep. something going on, right? Yeah. And so you're always like, you need to be on the lookout or, you know, let people tell you what, what it is. And we're trying to capture some of that in the other coaching podcast uh, that we've uh, kind of fired up here is just trying to capture what do people need to be aware of and what are the common questions that we get as coaches. Right. What's going on lately? Yeah. Hey, we'll get back to the podcast episode in just a couple moments, but I want to tell you about The Proven Conference. Get over to theprovenconference.com. We're going to be gathering in Columbus, Ohio, July 6th through 8th, 2023. We want you to be there. Hundreds of listeners to this podcast will be there. This is the 11th time that we've done this event. It just keeps getting better every year. If you're brand new, you're going to love this event. If you've been around a while, this is a chance to gather with those great friends that you've come to love from this community. Here's some things we've never done before that you're going to absolutely love about this year's event. Not only is it one of the best room rates we've ever seen, $139 a night for an incredibly beautiful hotel that normally costs $200 per night more than the rate we were able to negotiate. Because the group has grown so large, we're negotiating some great room rates. It's in a beautiful city. Again, theprovenconference.com has details. Here's some of the training sessions that we're going to offer. Of the 40 sessions we're going to do, the breakout sessions, here's some of them that you've never seen before. These ideas should get you excited. You're going to love two or three of these. Check this out. First, we're going to have a buy and hold product for Amazon sellers. It's a product that any of us can easily go buy, hold it for a period of time. It goes up in value very consistently. We're going to teach you how many members of our community are successfully using that buy and hold strategy with some beautiful inventory that's going to blow you away. Any of us can do this. We're going to tell you how to set up a physical location to sell some of your excess inventory. We're going to teach you the basics of setting up a storefront. People walk in, buy your inventory, make it very profitable, how to man it, how to manage it. We've got sellers doing very successfully with it. They're going to teach us how they're doing what they do. We've got a brand new bot strategy for online sourcing, using bots to source profitable inventory online for your replens business. This has never been taught anywhere before. No other course, content, or tool out there does what we're going to show you. You're going to absolutely love learning that. You're going to be exposed to a print-on-demand strategy that many sellers in our community are using with great success right now on a very inexpensive product, very easy to test. For a few hundred dollars, you can test run this concept. And every once in a while, each one of these tests is going to turn into a beautiful opportunity for you. We're going to talk you through how to test small and how to find these beautiful print-on-demand winning products so you can have private label products in your lineup. We're going to teach that at the event. Finally, we're going to talk to you about how to set up a prep center. If you want to attend that breakout session, we need prep centers. All of our international students rely heavily on prep centers. We've got a lot of sellers in our community. They don't want their inventory showing up on their front steps. They want to send it to a prep center. We need more quality prep centers. We're going to train you how to do it. Maybe you take on a handful of clients, provide a valuable service. It's another stream of income. That's just a handful of the more than 40 great breakout sessions we're going to have at this event. And don't worry, if you can't attend all of them, if you get stuck in the hallway talking to friends, that's fine. We're recording professionally all these sessions. You get them all for free as a registered attendee. Even if you can't come, it makes sense to buy registration just so you can get all those videos for free after the event is over. We've got lower registration prices than we had last year. You'd think with inflation, the price of everything's going up. 
not so. We're dropping our prices. Get over to theprovenconference.com. See the great prices on this event. You're going to want to be there. Finally, let's talk about the VIP option. You can read this on the sales page, theprovenconference.com. But if you sign up to be a VIP at this event, there's some really cool things you get that we've never done before. We're going to put you into a mastermind group. It's optional, of course. You don't have to do this. But if you want to be part of a mastermind group and hang out with other VIPs who are trying to form a mastermind, we're going to form you into small groups that meet actually at the event and then continue to meet after the event is over on a regular basis. It's optional, but it's a great benefit of doing the VIP option. Lunches are provided on site for a couple of the days that you're there as a VIP. You'll want to take advantage of that. Very great lunches, very conveniently located, meeting with the great coaches and leaders from our team for a nice extended lunch period in a private room. You're going to absolutely want to take advantage of that as a VIP. And of course, as always, early room entry every day so you get the best seats in the house. So VIP is a great investment if you want to get the most out of this event. We do expect VIP to sell out, so don't wait if that's something you're considering. Hey, let's get back to today's podcast episode. But remember, when you're done listening, get over to theprovenconference.com for all details. July 6th through 8th, 2023, we will see you in Columbus, Ohio. Back to the podcast. You're reminding me as you're talking through that of Jeff Bezos writes some brilliant letters to Amazon investors annually. And I, and I haven't seen one in a while. I don't know if he's even still doing it. But the ones that he did write, if you go back and read them, one of them, they did the math on the time. They, they put a dollar figure to the amount of time that Amazon has saved Americans. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it was just a brilliantly written, impossible to argue with piece about the hundreds of billions of dollars. Time saved, fuel mm-hmm. saved convenience. There's a reason people pay extra for convenience is because it frees them up to do the things they'd rather be doing versus getting in the car, driving you know, 20 minutes to buy three grocery items and wait in line. Like, okay, you mean I can pay an extra eight bucks and get that on my porch an hour, two hours from now? Okay, sign me up. Easy. They're not complaining about the price markup, but it starts to make sense. Okay, I see where Amazon would need some help from some people to keep their shelves stocked with every item anybody could possibly want anywhere in the country at any given time. Like That's a lot of work, right? That's the opportunity. So it starts to make sense. And I, I love what you're saying too about the fees. Uh, we, we made this observation again early on. I learned a lot of my lessons about e-commerce back in the eBay days where eBay would adjust their fees and everybody would freak out and a bunch of people would leave eBay. And those, those of us who remained and continued selling noticed very quickly that we weren't the ones absorbing the fees. It was our buying customers. <laughs> you learn a lot about economics when you run your own business. Same yeah. with taxes. Like My taxes go up. Okay, as a business owner, it just means my prices go up. I'm not the one paying. My customers pay these things. It, it eventually, all those prices drift up, like you said, Brian, which, you know, not to get into economics, but as a seller, we really are kind of protected, especially selling physical goods. I love the replens business because physical products of any kind during inflation go up in value. Like you can just kind of sit it and forget it for a while. It's going to cost more in a few days. <laughs> so, and that's kind of what we do as replen sellers is, we buy stuff. It's getting harder to find some items, but the stuff that's still out there, you know, your odds of succeeding eventually with a lot of it, as long as it doesn't expire, it's probably going to be worth more money soon. 
that's the arena we're playing in. So I love this opportunity for many vantage points. And you just kind of nailed down another one as the as the world kind of goes crazy and things get more expensive. Well, we're the ones moving things from point A to point B that people really want. Well, to just to drive that point home a little bit further, it's the evolution of our society, right? The progression of our society is that we stop talking about trading time for dollars. That's the bit, that's the adage as I was growing up, right? Like stop trading time for dollars. Let's figure out a way to have passive income. Blah, blah, blah. But now what we do, we, we are so uh, progressed as a, as a society, as a civilization, I guess, that we trade dollars for time. Mm-hmm. That's what Amazon does for mm-hmm. us, right? Oh yeah. Totally flipped. I, I will pay $8 to have that later today. So I don't have to spend two and a half hours to go get it because my time as you say, like the tape gun and all that kind of stuff, right? My time is worth way more than that. Yeah. You can actually put a dollar figure to it. For people who've never done it, I encourage it. What was your net take home after all effort, after all expenses and taxes, fees, fees, whatever, paying all your employees? What was your net income? Divide that by how many hours you spent getting that income. That's how much you're worth per hour, assuming you can add more hours and increase that number. Don't do any task that costs you more time than you'd be willing to pay yourself for doing that task per hour. So, you know, if you come up like very quickly, new sellers in this community find themselves $50, $80 per hour of net income. Mm-hmm. That means you shouldn't be cutting your own grass anymore because <laughs> right? there's a neighborhood kid who will do it 20 bucks an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you pay for that because you've mm-hmm. just bought another hour of time that you can grow your business and expand and, and focus on your area of specialization. Yeah. And the, the dollars you can get back, the time you can't, right? Mm-hmm. So exactly. the time is the one thing you can never get back. So you want as much of that as you can get. That's, mm-hmm. There's an abundance of, of uh, money. There's an abundance of currency available in the world. Overabundance, I would Over- argue, <laughs> as it gets inflated. But the time... Wow. Good stuff. So you guys have obviously been very creative with Keepa. You've coached many students to success. I pointed out earlier how the, that first round of advanced Keepa training was the aha moment for so many sellers in our community. They love that module. It's inside the Proven Amazon course. Well, you guys have been working hard and developed another course. It's all created. It's ready to go. The, the website is provenamazoncourse.com slash Keepa, K-E-E-P-A. And it has a lot of details there. Folks can go check that out. Huge discount for our listeners and for our proven Amazon course community. So look for the email about that. But talk us through it. What's behind this? What's included? Maybe give us a couple pointers and tips from the content. So going back to the uh, trip to Vegas uh, last year, we were just so, I don't know, grateful and blessed to to be there and and be sort of prodded by some some other leaders in the group to say, hey, there's probably some more there if you want to dig in a little bit. Mm -hmm. And as coaches, we're constantly it, like early on in coaching sessions with our clients opening up keepa we're going to the category tree we're digging into your you know as a new seller you're approved to sell in this category so go here and then set some filters on this and then you can go you can research these aces robin kind of perfected that mm-hmm. process with our clients and it kind of grew from there would you say um, i think so yeah so the advanced keepa sourcing that that's impact now that um, we've already developed and Brian presented was a little bit too advanced. It's called advanced <laughs> for a new coaching client. So what I started doing was finding a way to help coaching clients find a list they could sort source from. 
but something that was a little simpler and a little faster to get started with um, rather than having to understand other sellers and stores and what they are. So I, I realized that initially new sellers are only approved to sell in certain categories. Yeah, what are those categories? Not to throw you off, but let's just brainstorm through the basic list real quick for the benefit of folks. Because we we mention this all the time in the Facebook group, but for most people, those few basic categories are what? Uh, Arts and crafts, office supplies, home and kitchen, and pet supplies, but not pet food. Right. Outdoor stores. Those are what most people are approved for. And that may change by the time by the time this podcast airs, it could change. But I tell people all the time in the Kickstart Bootcamp, that's what they need to know. You know, what category should I start in? Those are the four that you should start in because most people are approved in those categories when they first begin. Yeah, for most for most products. And you will find restrictions. And I mean, as long as someone's been selling, there's still stuff out there that I'm inexplicably restricted in. Like, look, there's 30 other sellers selling it. Why can't I? Because yeah. we said no is the answer. But there's millions of listings you can sell against. So those categories are very useful. And the other thing I always like to say on that point, Robin, before we continue into the, the Keepa, is that don't get too worked up about the ungating thing because once you've sold 40 or 50 items, those gates just start following open. Don't pay somebody or buy a course or, you know, it's it's going to have to sell the things you can sell and eventually those gates just fall open. So that is, that's those new seller dilemmas that they get worked up about and keeps them up at night. And you look back over your shoulder six months later and think, well, why was I so concerned about that? Everything's ungating for me now. We call it the Keepa strategy stacking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love, I just love the way that rolls off the tongue. Keepa strategy stacking. It really is taking like some of the fundamentals about how do we use the filters and the advanced in the product finder of Keepa, which is this long page of hundreds of options that you have to to many of which we don't care about at all. <laughs> right to view right. or extract information from um, Keepa about what's on the Amazon platform. And when, while we were at the conference last year, I used an example of one of our friends who found this listing that had been out of stock for many months. Mm-hmm. And totally by accident, she found it. And in fact, it's Leah. <laughs> Leah Mullen. Leah Mullen. Leah. She told the story. She's like, oh, I found this, this uh, thing from the Disney store. And it was like, uh, hadn't been in stock for three, four months. Yet here, here it is sitting for sale at the Disney store. And... I can buy it by the hundreds. And so I did. And so it just sparked something in my head. I was like, how would I do that in Kiba? How would I find the, the, the I, other listings like that? How would I find other listings like that in Kiba? Because trust me, that was the first place my mind went like, well, I want to find more <laughs> listings like that, right? I want to find those listings that are out of stock. And so we brainstormed for a little bit. We sat down in front of Kiba and we're like, okay, well, if we do this, this, and this, then that should pull these results. And lo and behold, it does. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now we've got this strategy that we can use and we kind of stack it on top of our other default filters. So in other words, when it was in stock, how what was the sales velocity? When it was in stock, what was the sales price? When it was in stock, you know, did Amazon sell on it? Or whatever the other things are, how big is it? You know, um, how many items are in the listing? Those types of things that are kind of our fundamental filters. And then you put some, you know, interesting tweak on top of that that could be out of stock. And you mentioned something earlier, Jim, that I uh, I like to cover in this, which is the brands. So I remember telling Robin when early on, like, oh no, don't even bother sourcing for those things because you know we're not approved. One of those things was Starbucks. Oh no, don't nobody's approved to sell Starbucks. We didn't think at the time. Right. But we were who like 
Who knew? Eventually, the gate just fell down. We didn't have to get ungated. It yeah. Just, like, maybe not for all. Right. Right. A lot of times, those bigger brands will say, "Okay, Amazon." You know, because there's this battle that people don't realize. Yes. Between Amazon and big brands, there's plenty mm-hmm. of big brands. I love the Nike story. Mm-hmm. Just to, to diverse, and there's a great lesson here for all of us. And when it finally clicked, it makes it helps the whole landscape make so much more sense. So Nike came to Amazon at one point and said, "Hey, guess what? All these third-party resellers on your platform—they're driving us nuts. We want to take control of our brand. Mm-hmm. We want to sell." Just between you and I, let's build an agreement, Nike and Amazon. We're going to sell, be the only seller of Nike on the Amazon platform. And we're going to send you whatever inventory you need and just kind of cut out the middleman because they're driving us crazy, both of us. All right. So let's just do this. You think you might think to yourself, well, that makes a lot of sense. Why wouldn't big brands just cut the middleman out entirely and work straight with Amazon? Makes total sense if you dig an inch deep into the topic. But if you start to expand on this topic, you start to see where. Neither one of them has a chance at making this work mm-hmm. without us. And here's why. And the Nike was a great illustration of this. So Nike sent all its new shoes, all this bright, shiny stuff and whatever price they wanted to charge. You don't have to worry about the resellers undercutting everything. And they thought this beautiful thing. But what, guess what happened to Nike sales on Amazon? It plummeted. Mm-hmm. Because suddenly, Daisy was nowhere near as much selection. Mm-hmm. The pricing was 100% across the board retail or exactly where Nike wanted it to be. But people figured out very quickly, wow, I can jump over on eBay or Facebook Marketplace or I can go to the store and save money on that, right? So there wasn't that demand of the, of the competition. And very quickly, Nike and Amazon both pulled the plug on that agreement and said, okay, open the floodgates again. We want the sellers back. Same thing happens with, you know, you mentioned Starbucks. They may say, hey, here's our three or four latest, hottest things. We're going to keep resellers off that as best we can, as long as we can. And kind of lock that in. But all the other SKUs, yeah, just turn them loose. Turn the resellers loose. Because what happens otherwise is Nike, Starbucks, all these other big brand, major brands, the inventory that otherwise would be moving cleanly through the system and keeping their brand you know, from stacking up in corners of dark warehouses, mm-hmm. you know, now it's moving again because the third-party resellers are finding that. We're the ones digging in the corners and finding these profitable underserved ASINs and making sure the inventory is there. So we're doing all the real heavy lifting, dirty work mm-hmm. to help those brands really thrive on the platform. So that tug of war, we're really the most powerful force. You'd think Nike's the powerful force or Amazon's the powerful force. No, the third-party resellers... We are the strongest arm in the wrestling match by far. We bring the most to the game. And yeah, we stand to benefit as well. But without us, that brand sits in dark, dusty corners of warehouses and gets stuck there because they don't know how to move it from there the way we do. Right, right. I love that story and that example. I love that you talked about the Starbucks example of being ungated to get us back on track. Right, right. Ungated for Starbucks. Well, maybe not all Starbucks SKUs, but certainly a bunch of them. Right. So let's say that you just got approved. Oh, I just got engaged in Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Well, let's use the let's strategy stack. Let's put our filters in place. Let's look for these kinds of listings that sell this many times a month per more or have this sales price, have this many competitors on it, have you know all, all the features that... Put all your like parameters in. In a listing, right. And then let's add the brand, Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Now we can pull a complete list of just Starbucks listings that meet our criteria that doesn't mean they're all going to be profitable. I mean, no, we still have to source them all. We yeah. have to go through and say, is this one going to work? Is this one going to work? But if yeah. we put our filters on more of them, at least we won't be looking at a lot that are not that we would never look at. Otherwise. Right. 
Right, right. We know that every widget that's coming through here is this exact same size. Now we just need to figure out, is it the color that we're looking for, right? Yeah, yeah. Does this make does this one make profit? Does it not make profit? Do we, can we find a source for it? Can we not find a source for it, right? And then we, and we push it through. But we know that everything that we're looking at already meets all of our other criteria. So, mm-hmm. so, so it's that kind of approach that we took with this Keepa strategy stacking, which is, you know, set the parameters for the things that we like to sell. Maybe a small mite. And I don't mean like registered in small light, but maybe it has a certain size, you know, and weight dimension to it. Maybe it's got an X fulfillment fee on it or, or less. Maybe it has, you know, whatever those characteristics are. And then let's put something on top of that. Oh, I'm interested in those listings, but maybe there's no FBA sellers. Or I'm, listed, I'm interested in those listings, uh, but maybe they have no rank, right? Mm-hmm. The, the no sales ranking is, is a favorite of a lot of our clients. Like, mm-hmm. because so many people are taught how to source things and how to find listings on Amazon by the sales rank. Well, so when you run into a listing that has no sales rank, it's like, I don't know what to do here. Everybody walks away. Or no buy box. Or there's no buy box. Or yes. There's different ways you can do this. And that's what we do with this. Like we take all that and yeah. then the one thing that would normally stop people on their tracks. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit SilentGym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.